We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are doing this every Tuesday. They need to come hang out with Mooch and the Misses. That is called fascism. Okay, he is a fascist leader. He's his own worst enemy. He's creating his own problems. You know, he's like one of those people who can't get out of their own way. I don't want to be one of those like kind of Trump like, haters. Okay, I just want to make... Everyone is a product of their upbringing and their personal loyalties. I'm a human being, and I probably got overtaken by the excitement of him winning. The minute you called me to say, uh, boom, as soon as I got that, boom, I called you right back. Anyway, you, then you she lose hit the me. argument. All the ladies out there. My mother's like, why are you cursing so much? I'm like, ma... Where do you think I learned it from? We do this podcast. I go into the city. We have dinners together or we'll travel. We spend time to be together as yes. a couple and a family and as business partners. And I feel like it really helps us. You still love me? I do. Okay, do you still you. love me? Very much. Okay. I don't know if you have, I mean. Let's Very much my there. liberal hot wife. It's like, it's like literally <laughs> so, like a set. No, I'm telling you, I hate he the goddamn introduction. I mean, it's like literally. You didn't like the old one, which no, I didn't no. make. I mean, it's like a literally, like I'm watching like a '70s show that my mother's about to get a Swanson's TV dinner out of the goddamn refrigerator and like put it on a tray in front of the TV. Hungry man. Yeah, like a hungry man dinner with like that. Cheap, and those are good. They're not that it. cheap apple crisp in the center and so forth. Oh, I mean, I tell you, I'm that's horrified. so true. I'm horrified. <laughs> I mean, we got stuff going on here. <laughs> go ahead, baby. Introduce her. Uh, right, so just so you know, we started using that like, I don't know, six weeks ago. And every podcast has started with his critique of the theme song from, from that point on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, we have a special guest today. I'd like to welcome Lori Ann LaRocco, a fellow Italiano. I should say See? Italiana. <laughs> um, a senior, a se- I can't talk today, a senior editor of guests at CNBC. Yes. One of Anthony's old haunts, right, Aunt? Yeah, I well, I like CNBC. Yeah, I I miss it. I yeah. miss it. Yeah, they uh, they got mad at me when I started Wall Street Week, so they stopped letting me go on. But now I'm allowed to go back on. We had dinner with Mark Hoffman. Yeah, it things out. are looking yeah. up for him at yeah. CNBC. Yeah, he's yeah, a they, good guest. Yeah, they let me back on now. But more importantly, you have just written a book um, about the trade war, which is something that we would love to discuss because I think everybody has a different opinion on it, and I think most people are in the dark about it. So hopefully you can shed some light on it for us. And um, we're all going to buy your book. Yeah. When does it come out? November 13th, next week. Yeah, it comes out November 13th. And I love right? the subtitle. Trade Wars, Containers Don't Lie, Navigating the Bluster. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So why would you write this? I wrote the book because I, I've been following Maritime for several years. And when the trade war started, I being you know someone that covers Maritime, I know the impact that trade wars can have just based on history. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at the containers, uh, the tankers, and the cargo. And what I was hearing from both President Xi over in China and what we were hearing from the President of the United States did not add up. And so I started looking more and more in depth, and, and it, it dawned on me that 
more Americans need to know about this because I know where to look. And this is all public information. And the containers don't lie. Trade is agnostic. It doesn't pick winners. It doesn't pick losers. It moves. It's strictly supply and demand. Mm -hmm. And based when you look at that, you know the truth. And so you know if China's buying or if China is not buying. Right. And, and we've most heard people all that. don't, I mean, this is public info, but most people have no idea, like you said, how to access that info, nor do most people make it their duty to do so. Exactly. Because they're busy just trying to live. But this is your interest, this is your passion, your occupation. So you've unveiled a few things um, that we should all know about as Americans. I mean, in speaking with people, like we have a cousin who owns an autoglass company, and he says, like, this trade war has put him into a complete mess because he's pay- paying most of the tariffs on his end. They're they're putting it back on him, so he's the one paying it. So yes. small businesses are suffering also, and yeah. can't pass that on. He, right? Yeah. Right. He has yeah. no one. To, no, he's got yeah. to pay it. He's right. got no yeah. one to, to hand it off to. He's not going to. Yeah. You know, the con, he's the. Con, I can't even talk. The consumer. He's a consumer. The consumer. Right. The consumer well, it, they, they call it um, uh, the the retailer pinch because what happens is I called uh, the I, I called customs because they're the ones that are in charge of charging the tariff on the incoming items from whatever right. country. They see everything. Exactly. And right. I said, who exactly pays the tariff? Because, you know, we've heard uh, from the president that it's China paying the tariff. According to the U.S. Customs, it is the importer. It is the company that is bringing the items in that pays that tariff. Correct. It right. is not the country. And right. and so what's happening is when you have these uh, the, the trade wars and you know that they're going to be levied on whatever day, sometimes people can either expedite it because there's different ways to move the cargo. You could do it, you know, like almost like a FedEx of shipping, you know, on the water, if you will, uh, where it's, it only takes you 14 it days. It, exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, it takes like 14 days, 15 days, right. but you pay more money. That's multi-million dollars, right? And then you've got ones that could be 30 days or even longer. And so what happens is say you're a couple of days out and you have to make a split second decision. Do I move from the port of LA and move to the port of Houston? They have to do that, and that is a long-term decision. Mm -hmm. So if you decide to move your product from one port to another, that product doesn't go back. Mm -hmm. And so the ports, everybody is getting messed up because they're losing uh, specific, you know, containers. And they know from past instances that they're going to never get them back. Recoup it. Recoup it. So like you said, there's like a massive trickle-down effect. Yeah. Like it's impacting everybody from the person who's taking it at the port to the person who's consuming it, exactly. everybody. And I mean, also, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are a lot of people that don't have options, like the auto glass factories, yeah. like they're very limited. Yeah. So they can only get them from China. They can only exactly. get that piece from them. So they have no choice. Mm-hmm. So they're in a real bind. I mean, I'm assuming that's accurate with more than one industry. Oh, let me, let right? me take the president's side yeah. for one second, okay? And I want to sure. answer your so, so he would say that there's been an asymmetrical imbalance yes. mm-hmm. and that there are heavy tariffs on our goods leaving our ports going to China. Yes. And there are less tariffs on Chinese goods. Yes. What say you? It's true. Um, it, there, there's a great imbalance um, in between U.S. manufacturing and China. But the problem is we haven't made certain things in decades. Uh, people don't want to make little widgets or whatever. They want to make more money or they might think it's beneath them. That's why you have all these day laborers. There's a lot of jobs out there, but they're the, but the, but the immigrants are the ones that take them. It's not the, it's not Americans that want to get out into those fields, get dirty. Uh, when you're looking at the, when you're looking at the imbalance, um, when it comes to trade, 
it's true. But now when you're looking at when you're looking at with the trade war, China has left us behind and they have now branched out and expanded their trade with other countries. And that's a long term Which is why they're impact. not budge- that's why they're not budging, right? Exactly. That's why so they're not see budging. What's happening, honey, twenty two percent of the world's economy is the US. China's roughly twenty two percent now. They're roughly as large as we are. Yeah. Right. They're the like, disparity okay, go, is now is now gone. Right. Go scram. We're gonna go deal with the Europeans and yeah. the Central Right. So we all, we all understand Trump's Americans. sentiment with yeah. trying to even out the score, well, but it's not being done in the right way, right? It seems like Well, it, it just depends in terms of a it's it's extremely partisan when you're looking at the approach of what the president's trying to do. In theory, it does work. It makes sense. But remember, the trade war wasn't was not just based on uh, tariffs and the tariff our our product going over to China. It was based on IP and IT and IT theft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have really and that has really kind of whittled away when you saw the Chinese go after the farmers and they have been in the bullseye since day one. So tell us a little more about that because I don't know if everybody sure. knows about that. Sure. So. Uh, China's, you know, Xi's not dumb. He knows that the farmers, they're the ones that are voting for Trump. Mm -hmm. You're going to go after a a very large segment and they're very patriotic. Mm -hmm. Okay, that Mm -hmm. that, that demographic. Mm -hmm. Um, Within a stroke of a pen, the whole market was gone. When you talk to soybeans, when you talk about all these ag products. Now, we have heard many, many times that our soybeans are great. They're fantastic. It's the best quality in the whole world. Right. Okay. It, it may be, but there are other countries out there that can supply to China. Mm-hmm. For example, Brazil actually started expanding their acreage of soybeans. Same thing with uh, with Argentina. For every acre that is expanded outside of the United States, that acre is taken away from the U.S. farmer mm-hmm. because I, I I call it the story of the bean. Right. We've got various uh, areas around the world that are that are harvesting. So, of course, the soybean, they're harvested earlier in the year than ours, just based on the hemispheres, right? right? And weather and exactly. climate. So, so China can buy more Brazilian soybeans, and they have. And then when they come in to us, they normally buy ours. But what happens is, and what happened in this fall of 2018, they didn't come back to the United States. They continued with Brazil. Now, here's a funny story where back in July of 2019, Mnuchin and Lighthizer were going to China for their round of talks. Yeah. Remember, it was it was not as long. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, Trump came out saying we're going to we're going to start we're going to levy the um, more tariffs in September. Right. Little did anyone know six days before that very meeting, China loosened trade restrictions with Russia to import soybeans. And now Chinese farmers can go and harvest soybeans in Russia. They can farm in Russia. What does that tell you? They don't need the soybean. They kicked us to the curb. Is mm-hmm. that what that means? Yeah. yeah. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So, so, so again, just trying to be as objective as possible. Absolutely. Uh, the president miscalculated then. He thought he had more operating leverage over the Chinese vis-a-vis the way he was moving with the tariffs and didn't think they were going to do things like you just described or you didn't think about it much or what do you think happened? No, he probably could have gotten this information before he... Oh, yeah. well, he had right. the information. He didn't care about it. What, so why, just, I, I why think, do you think he made that mistake? I, 
Honestly, I don't know. Because he's I mean, impetuous? I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not in there. All I know is that when, I, you know, when I've researched things before, there's always options. And sometimes you may not get the better option. You want to go for the cheaper chicken, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but when, when it comes to soybeans and LNG, there are so many other options out there. Russia has done so well with LNG, whereas with us... Um, we're doing very well in terms of expanding, you know, our LNG um, over in Europe, but nothing compares to the bucket of China. It, it, you, uh, Gene Soroka, who's the head of sure. the, the port of LA, mm-hmm. he told me it takes seven Vietnams to equal one China in terms of in terms of export vo- volumes. And See, we this are is down. Like the doctrine of unintended consequences because mm-hmm. we tried to help them. Um, after the war, and then it's really come down to it's it's where we shot ourselves in the foot because now that we're trying to lever back up and be um, on the same playing field, we they don't need us anymore. So they don't need us as really much. Touch, tough spot, you know what I mean? So I don't I don't know how you leverage or you or you bargain with somebody. Yeah, how, do you, how do you how do you how do unwi- you how do you unwind it? How do you suggest? How do you think it's going to end? I don't know. I mean, to me, it's like like hitting lotto. I mean, in terms of, you know, we're looking at phase one, right? And everyone's talking about this deal. And, and thankfully now, at least the markets aren't doing this knee-jerk high every time you hear like these little he rumblings of things right. are doing well and then the market goes crazy. Um, you got to put it into perspective because it's what you've already lost. For example, if phase one comes out, okay, and they sign it, one of the key things is agriculture, right? And you heard the 40 to $50 billion number, right? Mm-hmm. That's what China's gonna be buying. Well, if you go back and you look at the two years before the trade war hit, yeah. China purchased from ag business, because remember they're saying ag business, not just soybeans. They purchased just under $50 billion in two years. So for phase one- See that, babe? For phase one, if China, does not buy fifty billion. It's got to be fifty billion. Anything just less, make, just to be on par with where it was. Just to make right. a snippet right. of a win. Right. right. Anything below five fifty billion is a loss. So we're losing this trade war right now. We, we, well, we have in in many instances because there you can't make up what you already lost. Like you know they're already down like fifteen billion in a hole. The China's the the Chinese damage the farmers. Yeah. So surgical and strategic. Yeah. Are the farmers with Trump or are they departing from Trump now? It depends on who you talk to and who you talk to off the record or on the record. I think what's going to happen, um, and, and you know this, we, we you know, in, in when it comes to politics, when you're in that booth, you're going to have to make that decision. Um, One a, year a, from today. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, exactly. So it just really depends on in terms of what they're going to do. I've had some farmers like Christopher Gibbs um, he's a farmer out in Ohio. He voted for Trump, and he's not going to. Right. He's like, you've destroyed my business. Mm-hmm. But then there are some that are saying, well, who else are we going to have? Like, who who's the alternative? Who's the Democratic alternative? Right. Like, you know? who's going to be their advocate if there's one at all? I know they're 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 in a tough position. They are. We all are. We all are. Yeah. So it, it just really depends. But they've been they've been smacked, and they're not. They've already lost so much. If you really wanted to make it a win. The administration would have to say, "Okay, China, you need to buy sixty-five billion because you want to add in what they lost." But why would China do that? Exactly, they're, they're, you know, they don't. 
they don't need have to. to do that anymore. Yeah, they don't have to. Right. And it really depends on if we do go forward with phase one, um, is there an out an clause in that phase one for the United States if China goes back on anything and if China does not move forward at a fast pace for phase two? So you have to see, it's in the details. Like, are they going to so, do certain things? So in, in everything you now know, all the mm-hmm. research you did on this, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of yes or no questions. Yeah, sure. Okay. So the United States, five years from now, uh, we're going to be at a disadvantage and have less leverage over China? Depends on how long it goes. I think okay. I think so because so, the trade has changed. Trade, so trade has, has permanently, changed. permanently permanently changed. changed. Yes. So five years from now, people look back on this and then say the Trump trade war plan worked or didn't work. Trump said that trade wars were easy to win. Are they easy to win? No. No, absolutely not. See, this is the thing. I don't. <clears throat> I haven't done any research on this at all. But just from the general climate and how things feel to me as an American, I don't think we have the same standing that we used to have at all in terms of trade or just in general. I don't think, I think other countries are getting smart. There's new technology. And I think that they're progressing. They're not waiting on us. I mean, I think people depend on us for aid and funding for many things, but in terms of intelligence and upgrading their own systems and figuring out other ways to do things without us, I feel like they're doing that. So that's my personal opinion. So so Trump has hurt us in this trade war. In terms of certain sectors, yes. there have been some that have, that have been hurt, and, and they're not going to come back. Not going to come back. So what are other industries that have been damaged? So you did a lot of, of research on farming, but yeah. like I know people um, that make toys have had issues, oh, yeah. um, or people even in the garment industry. I mean, it's kind of impacted a lot of different areas of life. Over 90% of what is in your home comes on a ship. Right. So, which I understand that it, it's, we, that's it's a no, lot, which which is it's, also crazy to think yeah. about. Like we should be able to make our own things, you know, but at the same point, that's not in the same time. That's not reality. So we have yeah. to deal with reality. He's dealing with unreality. He's he's thinking back to a different time. We're not gonna be gonna be able to to go back to when we made everything here. You know, we we, we can't because they because manufacturing. A doesn't want to. Uh, Casabella uh, Cleaners, mm-hmm. the founder who I've had on CNBC, he's you know, he's also in the book. He was telling me he can't get a manufacturing company here in the United States to bristle his broom. He has to have his brooms bristled in China. And now, um, and I guess Doesn't there's like a special make you technology. Angry, though I feel like, yeah. what's wrong with Americans? No. Are they lazy or they think things are beneath them? There's like- not enough market opportunity. Because when it, he was trying to explain it to me, like there are certain companies that I guess will, you know, set up shop and do their thing for their own line, but they're not going to set outsource, up, a, they're not going to have company. additional clients come in with their special broom. So now he's also looking at possibly moving back to Italy to see maybe if they can bristle the brooms. But even the IP technology of, of bristling br- brooms is, is something you have to think of. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that the president could do, let's say today he got off the ego-based positional bargaining and said, okay, here's the strategy, could fix this, and if he could, what would that strategy be? Ooh. I mean, you, you can't make up for what's lost. If you're going to have a deal, and from the hardliners of Trump, what will be considered a win is if um, IP theft and IT are addressed. 
Because even the farmers that we speak with say, if you don't get that, what the heck were we doing for the last almost two years? Okay, so let's explain that to our listeners. So IP is intellectual property. Intellectual property and then technology. Technology. And so what's basically happened has been a lot of piracy of our ideas. Yes. So the Chinese uh, have taken the blueprint of the iPhone and they've knocked it off in China. But what have they stolen in terms of agriculture? No, nothing. nothing. It's just that Trump, it's nothing. Trump's base. It's 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 part of his base. Right. Yeah, so they, you're, they you're haven't linking the two. I think Deirdre was asking, was oh. there a linkage between the IP? Right. And so they the haven't. Yeah. Agro- no. no. So that's separate. Saying. But right? that's separate. why. But that's why the farmers are saying because you went to, you because Mr. Trump, you went to wage war with China, which they think is correct. They, they're like, listen, they are. They're robbing us blind. They're they're taking our technology. We're with you. Right. But now we're suffering. We're we, we've been lumped in. Right. And so what are you going to do about it? And they said, okay, fine, we'll be patriots. We'll take it on the chin. We'll take the bailout money, which really doesn't you know, help them overall with their losses. But if Trump does not get any, like a solid win on IT and, on, and, I, and intellectual property, the farmers are not going to be happy because they're like, we, some have gone bankrupt. You know, some of them, you know, they can't provide By for the them. By the way, if you're a farmer, that's basically what you do. Yeah. So it's not like you're like, oh, I'm just going to go work somewhere else because yeah. no, that's your life. You live that job, you know? Yeah. And you don't have that many options. So I can see they're really, their back yeah. is against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I saw um, a documentary. It was about farmers, truckers, and there were bikers on it. And they had all voted for Trump initially in 2016. And none of them are going to vote for him anymore because they've all lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's considered his base. And yeah. But a lot of them, are, like, they just can't be because they can't bring themselves to vote for him because they've all they've all lost their jobs. And they have they feel like they've, they've nowhere to turn. Do you think Trump wins re-election? It, just, it really depends on who the Democrat is. Yeah. If you really have a far left... That scares a lot of people. I think. I think it's an automatic. Yeah. Yeah. If he survives the impeachment inquiry, I agree. Yeah. I, I totally agree. With it's you. all about who is running. Elizabeth Davis. Warren, Bernie Sanders. He smites them. Yeah. Oh people, don't, people don't want that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So you are juggling a lot. You've written five books. You work yeah. at CNBC. You yes. have you have you, many you children. You have a hobby here <laughs> at our beloved radio station, CBS. You like everything about the radio station, Neil, but our introduction to Mooch oh and the Misses. Oh my God! Okay. How many kids but, do you have? You have three. I have three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, have three. So so how do you do it? How are you juggling all that? It's called keeping alive. I mean, you're a mom. Yeah. I mean, you know. If 
people aren't bloody on the floor. I think you've done your you job survived. that day. You know, I yeah. know. I just took our kids <laughs> to the museum before yeah. this, and no. I left them screaming and crying, and I was like, wow, that was a disaster. Yeah. Never again. Moving on, yeah. but they're all still intact, and so they're all they're yeah. all still alive. Yeah. And uh, you know, the oldest just went off to college, so give that's like a ages. whole thing. Give us the age. Uh, Eighteen, fifteen, and thirteen. And so, where's the oldest going to college? Uh, he's going to Ramapo. Oh, great! Yeah, he's going yeah. there for music, right. and uh, and then my other one, my second son, wants to be a neurosurgeon. Oh, nice! Okay, and well, then my daughter he can work writes, on Anthony. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work, though. You know, that's why you have multiple kids because well, someone's got to like take care my, of you. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> my, my father had brain surgery; was successful. My mother said, "Of course, it was." They opened up the skull; there was no brain. They just took the tumor oh. out. Oh, wait! So, do you, wait, wait you have a girl? Room. I do. My daughter is that's my youngest, brutal, and uh, she wants to be a professional equestrian. She rides horses. Okay, so just so you know. I mean, it could be different in your family, but I'm the youngest of three, and I have two older brothers, and mm-hmm. I'm the one that takes care of my parents. <laughs> Just saying. I know. Oh. I'm. I'm hope. Yeah. yeah. Abby, my daughter is. Oh, how cute. Very tender. <laughs> I'm seeing a picture of her right now. Do, do you? Oh yeah. Do you? Uh, when you left college. Yeah. What was your first job? I was. Uh, I worked at News 12 Long Island. I was. Uh, I was an assignment editor. Okay, and no, then okay. I. So you always wanted to be in this, then. Oh like, yeah, I've, so I've been were, in news. Yeah, I graduated oh. college a year early, so I could start. Okay. Okay. So you were, in were you in Woodbury then, right? Right off of Exit Thirty Five. I was. Yes, yeah, News yeah, Twelve's yeah. right out there. Yeah, no, I've yeah. been to that studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I've lived all over. Yeah. Are you a Long Islander? I'm from Long Island. Yeah, I'm from uh, Holbrook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We live on Long Island. Yeah. You live where now, Jersey? I live in West Milford, New Jersey, up in the up the mountains. Yeah. Yeah, it makes my life a lot easier. Yeah. And yeah. Ramapo College is in Jersey also. Yes, right? it is. It's yeah. only 30 miles from my house. Yeah, Didn't you so. go to Ramapo High? Yeah, I went to Ramapo High School. Oh, that, cool. Not not as, not associated with Ramapo College. <laughs> yeah. Just no, the same bunch started. of American exactly. Indians. They stole the name like, from them. Do you like Deirdre's nose job? It came out pretty good. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> Lovely. I'm just asking, do you think? Lovely. Oh, really? Uh, good, when right? it's yeah. less swollen, you could tell me if you really like it. Yes, <laughs> yesterday, she was at the doctor. They're taking the splint off and... and uh-huh. She's like, yeah, I've been Instagramming everybody with the splint. I mean, we, you, either people think you got a nose job or you're a battered. Wife. Yeah, I was going to say, like yeah. Well, no, because the doctor said, oh, well, you know, you can stop, you can come out of hiding in like however many weeks. And I'm like, you know, when you have kids, you can't hide. No, there, was there was Halloween, no there was this, yeah, there was that. No. And I was like, hey, this is me. I have the splint. She, and this yeah. she went as Jason from Friday the 13th. <laughs> no, I didn't. She had the hockey <laughs> mask on. Oh, jeez. No, I, I would have been, I would have been a boxer. Oh yeah, I mean, I would have been a boxer. I just said Anthony got mad at me that the <laughs> so, but it's no, I'm just kidding. And people believed it. No, oh, that wouldn't hurt a fly. Anyway, moms can't stop even no. when they do get their nose broken and rebuilt. So, no, so just, you're you're in the media. I got to ask yeah. this question, okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, survey children ages eight to eighteen. Mm-hmm. They found that half of the children in the United States now own a smartphone by age eleven. Tim Apple. Do your is that kids a, is have that a, a good idea? Your, well, your your older ones. Do your does Abby have one? Yeah, Abby has one. Well, a lot of times, I mean, we gave we were pretty late in the game. Like when Nicholas, my oldest, he's eight. He's eighteen now. He fu- we held off until he was our, in sixth grade. Our Nicholas has had a phone since he was age two, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he just uses. Mine. We waited until sixth grade. Yeah, uh, just so when they were getting off the bus, like we would know. And then with the Life three hundred and sixty app. I love that app. So what is that? So they oh, just what is that? It is the best ever. What so is it? it's a free app 
And so um, you literally can track your loved ones on your phone. It, it, it takes, you know, it, it's like a GPS thing. I'm putting that and on then Anthony's phone when the kids, But when the kids are driving, and this is what we did when Nick started driving, you pay X amount a month. It tells you how fast they're driving. It tells you if they're texting, if they're, you know, hard breaking, everything. It is the best ever. So we'll know, like, we'll we'll look at the campus, like, all right, is Nick up yet for co- for, for his 8 a.m. class? But <laughs> so I you're feel watching. like, do you get, like, obsessively, like, no. like, wanting to make sure he's doing the right thing all the time? Sometimes, I feel like I would be uh, micromanaging him. At first, when he first went away, I was a little insane. Yeah. But now I've, you know, I've kind of dialed back. But yeah, it's who good. Could sustain that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. too much. Yeah. But but what I really love about it is that my husband's on the air until seven, and so like last night his commute, he didn't get home until geez Louise, like eight forty five at night. Yeah, so I can see where he is, so if I can get his dinner ready, so that way he has like so it's hot. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, I'm you know I like to bake and cook and me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good stress reliever. Me too. Yeah. I know my mom always says to me like. You like to do that? Like, oh, yeah. I love baking. Yeah. I feel like I'm like so relaxed and it's like, yeah. I love having a finished product that everyone wants. Yeah. Right? And I like to clean too. It drives them nuts because I'm really insane about my floors. Well, I like to clean, but I like to bake more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I OCD love it. runs deep. Cooking, cleaning. So yeah. It's embedded what, in all of that. What's your birth sign? I am Gemini. Gemini. So you got two people in there or what? Very, <laughs> I'm very, people. yeah, in, insane <laughs> and more insane. <laughs> <laughs> so... You sure you like that Scaramucci? I mean, yeah, it's, I'm, a, I'm, I'm Sicilian, so it's right, like, well, you know. You I got you. Mach you 10. Go. You're fiery. <laughs> Very. Mach, yeah, Mach ma- 10. Yeah. All right, so you, you're, your kids all have phones then at this Yes, point. they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting because I'm okay with the phones. Are you okay with the phones? I'm okay with it. I think it's part of it um, now. I'm fine there? with the phone. The one thing that I don't like, but it doesn't matter because they don't, they use my device, right? Okay. But the thing that I don't like mm-hmm. is when they ignore human contact for yes. the device. Like mm-hmm. when I'm talking to them, especially our five-year-old, and he doesn't respond to me, I said to him today specifically, the phone is not going to feed, bathe, hug, or love you, so you should probably respond to me or your grandmother or your dad or whoever's oh. talking to you. Exactly. Because it's rude and it's a device, you know? So yeah. I don't like that. I like when people, you know, put the phone down and they greet, my kids need to greet you if you come in. So that's my one thing about it. it it's the social them, skills. Makes the them lack, rude. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the lack of social skills. Yeah. And the, and they're awkward. Like, yeah, they you are. know, like people that are always on their phones. Yeah. They don't know how to, they don't oh, even I, know I how to like. I love to get into an elevator yeah. and say hi to people. And they're like, like they, I yeah. think they panic and they're like, "Do I know her?" Or like, yeah. "Why is she talking?" It's, to it's me? like called being friendly. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's a new concept. Try it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Not, not to change subjects, but I'm curious because you said you're Sicilian. Yeah. Do you do the seven fishes on Christmas Eve? I do my own version. Okay. Just so because you, so I don't have, have a lot tradition. of fish levels. You have the, you oh have, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I make my crab canapé. I make a zappa de pesce. Um, the the Irish believe the seven varieties of Pepperidge Farm crackers. That's their seven <laughs> fishes. You ever see that? I mean, it's unbelievable. No, my husband is Irish, but no. But it's oh, funny because oh. he doesn't like fit. He doesn't like fish, but he'll eat fish sticks. I don't. What after I guess all these years? Fix anything, sounds like right? my five year old. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. And, and my Deirdre first tells my five year old is chicken. He's like eating it. Yeah, <laughs> she told me it was fish. He's like spitting it out. It's chicken fingers, but it's fish sticks, and he eats it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Hope he doesn't listen. No, no. He's five. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I guess like like fried breadcrumbs can mask any taste. So if he doesn't like yeah. fish, I don't know, you know what I mean? Maybe I, it's a I don't get it because then if I make fish, like I make salmon for Declan, my, my other son, he's really into the protein. He likes to work out. 
He's like, he comes home and Mike's like, oh, you know, because he'll smell the fish in the house. I'm like, dude, it's not like I know napalm. he's like that you know, too. It's, he does it every time I he comes in the door. If it's not, he's like opening all the windows and everything. Yeah. What you guys have in here? I'm like, um, okay, it's called fish marinating. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god, that's just a brutal. I mean, you put two you put two Italian women in the room. Yeah, They're like knocking, no. knocking like, my head. Just be happy I cook something. Yeah, I know, right? right? Like, yeah. So uh, anyway, so before we let you go, let's talk about Christmas sure. coming up. Uh, the trade war, yeah, is going to hurt the consumption at Christmas, right? Or no? Or is it going to be okay? It really depends on what on what the product is. Um, they've already front loaded. Between you and me, how many flat screen TVs does one family need? I mean, seriously, you've got like thousands of people that line up every year for a flat screen TV. I'm like, haven't you had one yet? So, I mean, we've seen some numbers and, um, you know, those look pretty good. They're, um, the, the port in terms of imports coming in from China, um, they have been down the last couple of months. Um, I don't know if that's tariff related or just because maybe there was so much front loading the, the year before that you don't need as many Christmas lights because everyone front-loaded them last year. In anticipation of this? Of the t- yeah, because Christmas lights was one of the f- uh, one of the first items that was tariffed. Can you imagine if we didn't, yeah. if no one, <laughs> it would just be like yeah. a dark Christmas if no one had lights? Well, I'm telling you, you're Italian. Your meats and cheeses are going to be more money because of the EU tariff, the specialty. We, we have a oh, multitude yeah. of trade wars. It's not just China. You know, we're in the EU trade war. Right now, and so olive oil, Parmigiano Reggiano. Oh my God, that's like my life bread. Even though we would all, even though we'd all agree that we need to create more trade symmetry, yeah. our strategy really hasn't worked. It hasn't. Say, right? It hasn't worked for. It hasn't mm-hmm. worked yet. Um, I have, it, based on the containers, it, it we're not winning. That that's the whole thing. Based on the flow of trade, based on, you know, we haven't gained anything. Like, what have we gained? Like we are getting, and what the sad thing is, like we're kicking butt with like LNG, right? We're expanding into Europe. Mm-hmm. And that's great, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's taking the stranglehold away from Russia. But then Russia thumbs their nose at us and says, I don't care. I'm teaming up with China. Right. You know what right. I mean? That's so why it, Trump so is, where's the win? Trump is like, so crazy. He thinks crazy. that Putin's his friend. Meanwhile, like you're, you're kissing his ass. Sorry. You, and then he's going behind your back and rearranging everything you know, to his liking, when Trump you're is crazy. He's we're like foolish. You ha- you have you have a you have a pipeline being built from Russia to China. You've got Japan yeah, allowing. Like yeah, yeah, you've got Japan now allowing storage of LNG over to Japan. Now, common sense would tell you that if you're going to ship, say, LNG from Japan to China, it's a lot cheaper mm-hmm. than schlepping it from the United States. Right. Just because so, of the, yeah, the, just the, from the distance. The geographic nature. So right. when you're looking at the flow of trade, it, it it has it has just drastically altered, oh and it won't it won't go back. Russia's playing us like a fiddle, you know that. They've they've done well. I'm, they, they've I'm, done well from that I'm, aspect. I'm, I'm shaking my head because there were so many smart people on the transition. There were so yeah. many smart people in the economic team that recommended a different strategy and recommended gradualism. And recommended ways to avoid the farmer situation that mm-hmm. we're currently dealing with, the factory situation for certain isolated industries like the windshields, and so on and so forth. And what we did is we we built the uh, uh, post World War II trading architecture yeah. to help the rest of mankind because we were the single super manufacturing mm-hmm. superpower at that moment, and we needed to help others. Mm-hmm. But we just let it go for too long, and now it's going to be very hard to pull it all back in. It's going to be exceptionally hard. And, you know, you, you were mentioning you were going to go up to New England. 
talked to a couple of lobsters, a lobster fishermen and the fisher women. They, um, they, they, they have held back buying new lobster traps, mm-hmm. of course, because of the price—the price, the price right. of steel, the right. price of aluminum. It's right. a trickle-down effect. So they're they're just fixing their stuff. So the trap makers are getting smacked. Yeah. So and that all equals to jobs. Yeah. And Anything. you know it, it it's like everybody, no matter what industry that you're in, mm-hmm. somehow you're going to be affected. So, so your uh your book is out on the 13th. Yes. Yeah, so people are going to have Thanksgiving reading. It is number reading. one in its category. Congratulations. Thank You're getting you. a tremendous buzz about Thank the- you. Uh, you can pre-order it, right? Yes, on you Amazon? can. You yeah, you can pre- yeah, you can okay. pre-order. And it's, uh, I can say that it's written in very easy to understand language. You can pick up the book if you are interested in what is going on in the global economy and you have want a sense for where America really is as opposed to a lot of the- disinformation that's out there. We can pick up your book. And if you go through Lorianne's book, you'll find that it's a very comprehensive, easy to understand. And I enjoyed it. I think it was a terrific book. So I Thank wish you. you great success with it. And uh, we're very happy to have you on our podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate and it. Thank you for being here. we're going to play the 70s music on the way out. I like and it. I, I think I, I think you need like a wide collar. Babe, babe can you yes, pass me some of that Hungry Man? Babe, stop, stop eating the Hungry Man Brady fried Green. chicken. Yeah, Brady Green. Brady orange, Brady Green. Yeah, babe, stop, big flower. That'd be stop. hot. Please Shag. pass Definitely. me that last drumstick of Swanson <laughs> frozen food, please. Pass it over you. All right. Go order. <laughs> Go order Lorianne's book See on See you Amazon. next Tuesday. That's my favorite day. Trade war. Containers don't lie. Tuesday. Like that. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.